What's up, worshipers? This is your host, Alicia Cole, here, and thank you for listening to the THWC podcast, The Wick. That stands for Tandem Hope Worship Collective, and you can check us out on www.tandemhope.com. So thank you for joining in us um, with us today as we begin the conversation in our new series, Church Planting, Roots That Last. Um, in today's episode, we explore church planting with our guest and good friend, Caleb Barrows, and we discuss common trials and triumphs in the process of church planting, as well as, you know, philosophies on quote unquote successful formulas, the recruitment of musicians and other help, and whether or not church can churches can actually fail. You know, you know, is that true? Can we call them failures? Is that harsh? What, you know, so we, we pick Caleb's brain about that, who is a church planter. And Caleb also shares with us some tips and some encouragement for those of you who are helping with the launch of a church plant. Um, he specifically suggests um, a recent uh, book that he's read, The Honest Guide to Church Planting, which is written by um, Tom Bernardo. And Bernardo is with two N's. Um, and, and it's really challenged and encouraged Caleb in his own approach to church planting. So I want to throw that out there for you guys, that that would be a really helpful resource for you. Um, and our guest also points us towards the resource um, of Acts 29, which is, you know, churches that plant churches. And it's a really good network. And you can find them out um, more about them online, www.acts29.com. And then for further reading and quick tips, um, you know, I've, I've read this article written by Aaron um, Damani, um, and it's uh, he posted it in Christianity Today. Um, it's called um, Common Challenges um, Regarding Church Planting. So if you just Google that, that should be able to come up. Um, so why am I calling it Roots That Last? Why is the series Church Planting Roots That Last? last? Well, I would delight to hear that a church plants location, attendance, their building, their their systems, their infrastructure, their leadership team, the integrity of their teaching, and, and how they love other people, and all those other elements would be deeply rooted, as in established and long-standing. However, um, when I came up with the title for this series, um, I, I wanted to take kind of a a different focus um, in the context of church planting. For me personally, I'm actually more concerned with the roots of our faith being established firmly in Jesus as our foundation, the wise foundation. And and frankly, we can lose hope um, on the church planting journey. And worst of all, we could lose hope in Jesus, right? So may you lose hope in anything else but Jesus. You can lose, you know, hope in, in the vision and, 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 you know, the, the volunteers or the community, or you can start to doubt yourself, but just never doubt Jesus. Don't, don't doubt Jesus. Just, you know, I'm just, just pray for your faith and, and the faith of your congregation and, and, and your launch team to really just stay rooted in Jesus. Um, so we really have to be aware of what our focus is as we're planting a church. So, um, yeah, systems, slogans, and pastors fail, but you know, Christ will not. Um, so in, in scripture, I want to, I want to bring it back to that, um, about being, um, church planting roots that last. Again, we're talking about 
we want our faith in Jesus to last. In the book of Mark, uh, we can study the parable, the par- parable of the the sower. Uh, Mark four, um, verses one through twenty, in the NIV translation says, "Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat." And he sat in it out on the lake while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables and his teaching said, listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. And as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came, The plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still, other seed fell on good soil. It came up, it grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some 100 times. Then Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Scripture continues to say in Mark 4, When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to those on the outside, everything is said in parables, so that they may ever be ever seeing but never perceiving and ever hearing but never understanding, otherwise they may, they may turn and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like the seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seed sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. And when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seed sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some 30, some 60, and some 100 times what was sown. So how does this apply to church planting? Well, I'm just praying right now in this moment as as, as you're listening to that scripture from Mark 4, um, 1 through 20, that, that you're listening to the Holy Spirit because, you know, even the guests that we bring on the show and, and even me speaking into this, I don't have the answer for you. God does. And so we turn to his word. And so Just take some time, and if you need to pause the podcast for a second to just meditate on that, then do so. Do what you got to do. You know, so there's a couple different things, themes that that shout to me in in the text, and so it's, you know, we need to teach God's word, and that that 
that's what matters. <laughs> and, you know, we're, when, when you're church planting, you're the farmer that's sowing the seeds. You're teaching the word. You're putting it out there, right? The condition of the soil, the soil of our hearts for each and every person, we can't control, right? Um, but we, we, try to, we try to create environments or circumstances in which, you know, the seed and the soil can be nurtured and taken care of so that it can grow, right? And so when I say church planting roots that last, again, the focus needs to be on faith in Jesus, faith in the word that lasts, When we plant churches, it is to positively affect the community, to teach God's word, to live and breathe God's truth and show his love to others in hopes of a harvest, in hopes hopes of multiplied eternal fruit with a plentiful harvest. You know, we want lives saved, souls saved in Jesus' name. And we pray that people turn to Jesus and choose Jesus through the work of our church plants. And that's what matters. We can trust that when we teach God's word, even if a church is only open for one year, two years, or three years, he won't let his word fall to the ground or his word won't return void. Isaiah 55, 11 in the KJV translation says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. I believe that because of these scriptures and in knowing the heart of God, we can trust that if we focus on teaching God's word in full truth and love others as Christ did, that a church plan isn't a waste. It's not a waste. As long as we're rooted in Jesus, as long as we're rooted in his love, we're rooted in his teaching and we're connected to the source. We can't do this without the Holy Spirit. I mean, you can, but, you know, the, the harvest is not going to be plentiful. It might not be good fruit. And, and when you're sowing seeds, if you know, without the Holy Spirit um, to, to till that soil and prepare people's hearts, I mean, that you won't produce roots that last. And so we have to have integrity when we do church planting. And in, 
and why am I talking about churches only being open for, you know, maybe a year or two or things like that? And the reality is, is there are churches that close or quote unquote fail. I, I believe according to these scriptures, you know, that the word fail is really harsh. And, um, and we, we talked to Caleb, our guest, more about that in this series. Um, what is a good word to describe that, right? And, and, and I don't even think saying unfruitful is even a good synonym for a quote-unquote failed church plan. I don't, I don't think either one of those are necessarily correct. Only God can really, can really tell us how fruitful it was or wasn't. And we need spiritual eyes to see that. Um, you know, and something you have to ask yourself is, you know, haven't we grown in this process of church planting? You know, have you and others been challenged? Has your faith been strengthened? You know, leaders don't often and don't simply have a supply of unending bravery built in. Leaders, you know, like church planters are leaders and, and leaders are refined by fire over decades of being connected to the source who's God, you know, even in our refinement and the strengthening and establishment of our faith with deeper roots in Jesus, that is eternal fruit. Even our refinement in deeper roots, that is, that is fruit. We're going to bear fruit. We're going to, we're going to be trees that bear fruit and with deeper roots and greater nourishment to feed others. You know, no matter the outcome of your church plant, if you know and apply, um, you know, true north, you, you have been the sower of eternal fruit. Praise God in his goodness and his sovereignty over his word and his will. I would argue that a, that a church plant that is healthy in the beginning of its conception and even to its end is better than a compromised church plant. I would argue that a fail, quote-unquote failed church plant um, that is focused on the true teachings of God's word and is caring for other people is more eternally valuable than a church that still has its doors open but has compromised the teachings of Christ and disposed of living out God's pure love unto others, you know? Um, we don't need more churches with false teaching, catchy slogans, and you know, a misdirected purpose or method. You know, God's will is sovereign, and I don't believe that He just throws away something that has been created. He redeems it. And 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 sometimes a church, a mission, a ministry, a platform has to die to bring forth new life. You know, much like the gospel, we die to self and we rise with Christ and new hope and with new purpose and focus. And, you know, personally, I've known a church um, that had to, you know, if you will, die in order to for a new church plant to occur. At that same location, they they collaborated together, the old and the new, and they they donated the building actually to the new church plant. And um, many of the congregants attended this church and still do, and um, including the previous church pastor and 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 his wife. I mean, praise God! And I and I know the leaders of these church, and I know they were seeking the Holy Spirit, praying praying for his divine intervention. Praise God and his goodness. <laughs> because church 
you know, a church that has to close its doors, sometimes it's, it, it, can, it's, it can be quite a bitter ending, right? Or leave a bitter taste in someone's mouth or those things. But the Holy Spirit is our encourager divine. You know, he, he, he has all wisdom. He is wisdom and um, can till the soil of other people's hearts and, and shift and move pieces um, on the board and, and make a way that we can't do on our own. <laughs> 